Hello, everyone. Welcome to this episode of the Dental System Nation podcast powered by Ignite DA. My name is Kevin Henry. I am the co-founder of Ignite DA and as always, so glad you've joined us. No matter where you found our podcast, through the myriad of podcast channels that are out there, we're thankful you're spending a few minutes with us. And we're going to talk about a very important topic today, and that is diversity in the dental practice, as well as how you help those patients who may not have the resources that others do. And I'm so glad today to be joined, I should say, by Dr. Jane Wang. Dr. Wang, how are you today? Thank you so much for having me on. Uh, I am the regional dental director at Benefis, and I've been uh, a dentist for about 15 years now. And I uh, love what I do and where I work uh, because of our mission to provide access to dental care. And so this is a very uh, important topic to me. Um, I used to be a teacher in the inner city of New York City, and I just have always had a passion for the underserved community. And I think uh, this article speaks a lot on that. And I think this is a very important topic. And and there's a white paper that is there that we are going to make sure that is linked in our show notes, as well as any articles that we produce about this. And But the white paper focuses on the dental divide. And Dr. Wang, I was wondering, can you just explain what that is and how it's impacting practices and patients today? Of course. Uh, the dental divide is several fold. Uh, one refers to the differentiation and structural separation of medical and dental care in the U.S., despite the connections between oral health, medical health, and the overall well-being. And the other is how the social determinants of health affect uh, access to dental care, which includes economic stability, education, and environment. And um, I would love to expound on both, if that's okay. Of course, please do. Uh, <laughs> the first is um, that, I mean, it's been proven. Uh, there are many articles and many studies that show that uh, the oral health conditions affect many medical health conditions, and that includes diabetes, cardiovascular or lung diseases, stroke, premature uh, births, other birth-related complications, stroke, certain cancers, pneumonia, dementia. I mean, the list is endless, and we know that... Um, that's it affects medical, but then it also affects the mental health. Uh, we know that in terms of just the confidence and the esteem level of patients and how they interact with others around them, uh, that all comes together. Um, and the other act, uh, part of the divide is the access to affordable dental care, which is a cause of huge health inequity, uh, which is heartbreaking, um, especially when it comes to children, but it includes everyone. And uh, the fact that less than half of all Americans, uh, it's, I think it's about 43%, have visited a dentist in the past year. And this means that even fewer uh, African-Americans, Asians, Hispanic-Americans uh, have visited dentists in the past year compared to white Americans and um, and children in underserved communities uh, who are more likely to have poor oral health from a young age are at a higher risk for developing chronic diseases or other serious illnesses as they get older. So there's so many levels to it and it's all tied together and uh, we really um, we need to work together as a nation to help uh, with the dent with the divide that we have. And I'm so glad that you all are shining a light on this because I think it is something that we we don't talk about enough or don't mm -hmm. enough sometimes. You know, COVID nineteen changed so much in our society. Did it did it broaden the dental divide, or is that something that's been there even before we knew what COVID nineteen was? Um, 
it's definitely something that's existed uh, for a while before the pandemic. I think a lot of those, these issues had been going on for a long time, which is why it becomes bigger and bigger. Uh, I think uh, division uh, widens uh, if there's attention, if the attention isn't given to it. Uh, but the pandemic didn't help it. I think, unfortunately, uh, it helped. Um, it limits a lot of in-person community outreach programs, which help to educate the communities and and also the legislators about the need to uh, provide greater access to care, but also to provide greater reimbursement uh, for Medicaid and CHIPS so that people, providers are more willing to accept the insurances so that uh, the patients have more options, which is, I think is important. Absolutely. And, and I know you mentioned your your work in inner city New York, and I know a lot of our assistant listeners may work in practices that are in those inner mm-hmm. cities or lower income areas. What are some things that maybe they should be on the lookout for when those patients come in or even, you know, in their communities whenever they're just out and about? Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, I want to say thank you. I think uh, one of the great things that I tell people about um, the people who work at our offices is that um, we're getting paid to do things some people volunteer to do, which is to uh, really serve those who don't have that access. So I definitely want to say thank you. And as a dentist, honestly, we're only as good as our dental assistant. And I can't stress that enough. I mean, they are our right hand and our left hand, right? When we're seeing patients, I I feel like I'm at my optimal when I have a, a dental assistant that I trust completely. And a lot of times patients, they connect better with the dental assistant. There are many times when I walk out of a room and I'll hear the uh, patient ask the dental assistant, so what do you think? What do you think I should do? <laughs> you know? <That's-> so... <laughs> <laughs> you you understand, right? <laughs> and and, uh, I, and I'm glad it's it's always good for our listeners to hear Dennis say that as well. So thank you oh. for that up. <laughs> oh, for sure, for sure. And I think that it's important as dental assistants to uh, spend time when they are waiting for the dentist to come in to talk about the oral health. Um, uh, do the oral health education. And I like to keep it simple. Uh, it's three to one, right? Uh, three healthy meals a day, uh, brush twice a day, and especially at nighttime and floss once a day, at least at, at mostly, uh, especially at night. And I think also to start the oral health uh, instruction early. Uh, and it starts with the sippy cups and the bottles. Uh, I think in a lot of our communities, uh, we put milk in the bottle and just have the patient, uh, the children, young children, babies will be, um, you know, sipping on the sippy cup or the bottle. And But then afterwards, we need to brush their teeth, knowing that uh, it's laced all the milk and juices uh, break down to become sugar, which is so so damaging to the children. And it's almost like the children's teeth didn't have time to really develop and uh, get that um, oral health. True. Uh, And and I'm curious, you mentioned the education side of things. So whenever dental assistants are really reinforcing the value of good health, is that something that they do with the younger patients as well as the parents whenever they're in the practice? Or how do you see that relationship working? Yes. And I think that that's a good point that you mentioned. I think it's important that if our children are our patients to talk to them, of course. And I think a lot of times that's our instinct to talk to the children uh, because uh, they're so inviting and they're so receptive. But it's so important to talk to the parents uh, because they're the ones who really make the 
difference. First of all, uh, they're the ones uh, helping to brush their teeth. I mean, there's some teenagers sometimes where I'll look at the parent and say, it would be great if you kind of help them once in a while. <laughs> but, um, but the parents play a huge role. Uh, and I think to be able to tell the parent that they own it, they own the children's health, uh, oral health, and that they can really make a difference. And I know that they have a lot on their plates and, and being a parent isn't easy, but if they could put a lot of attention to it, it, it builds good habits uh, that last a lifetime. And, and I know so many of our assistant listeners have that, that kind heart, that big heart. They want, to, they want to do things for their patients. So outside of education, what else can they be doing maybe to help close this dental divide that this white paper talks about? I think to talk about how it's important to see a dentist as soon as a child sees teeth. Uh, and it's not about just going to a dentist when they are in pain. In fact, I think that uh, people tend to like dentists more if they go in when they're not in pain. Right. And it just becomes a habit to go every six months and have that routine in place. Um, but also to work at dental offices uh, that uh, provide care for such patients. And I think uh, I am so thankful for every single one of our dental assistants who are willing to work at our offices and help the communities to make a difference, to know that it's not no longer just a job, but it's uh, you are being a community outreach advocate. And I think if you really think of yourself in that way, um, it gives you greater purpose when you're going into work. And I, and I know so many of our assistant listeners actually live in the communities where they work. Mm -hmm. They're a part of things. So I think it's important Great. that confidence, if, if somebody recognizes you at the grocery store or wherever mm -hmm. it might be, don't, don't be afraid to talk about that as well. Oh, I love that. I love it when I see a patient and uh, the assistant will say, hey, I know your cousin and, you know, and or they went to high school with the person and they get to see them at the office. And it's been years. Uh, I think it's important. And that gives them allows the patients to feel like it's a dental home, yeah. which is important, too. Right. Yeah. Where they know that they are able to get all their dental needs at one place. And I think that that's helpful. Our patients have to feel comfortable for they're really going to be able to listen and, and trust as well. Of course, of course. Well, well, Dr. Wang, I know that the, the white paper on the dental divide, like I said, we're going to have it available uh, in our show notes as well as in any articles that we do uh, surrounding this. But I'm curious, this is, a, this is a topic I think we could talk about for hours because it mm -hmm. deserves that kind of attention. And I know some of our assistants out there may have questions or may want to follow up about, you know, how they incorporate more help for their local community. Is there a way that they can reach out to you or, or somebody at your company to talk about that? Of course. Uh, I would love to uh, talk about this topic with anyone. And I think that it's something that is part of my job, but it's also something that I personally am passionate about. So I would love to speak with anyone interested in this topic or anything else. Um, and my email address is jwhang at benevis.com. Great. And we're going to make sure that we will have that in the notes as well so that uh, you hopefully just hit click and it'll be connected right to Dr. Wang. Dr. Wang, thanks so much for your time today. It's such an important topic and I'm really glad that we were able to share this with our assistant listeners. Thank you for having me on. Uh, it was fun. Absolutely. And thanks to all of you who listen to this podcast on a regular basis or if this is your first time, we so appreciate you. This is such an important topic. Dental assistants, you make a difference. As Dr. Wang said, you know, you're that, that heartbeat, that backbone of the practice and what you say your patients listen to. So make sure 
you're educated and you're confident in what you're saying because your patients have a message that need to be heard. So until next time, you're on the Dental System Nation podcast powered by Ignite DA. This is Kevin Henry. And as always, we remind you that together we rise.